0: By a true legend in Texas football. My guest today is Coach Wade Phillips. Many of you will know Coach Phillips as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, but there's so much more to him and you're gonna be excited to see his journey along with playing high school football, coaching college football, and in the NFL. He has a book, Son of Bums. I know you'll enjoy reading if you haven't had a chance. Coach Phillips grew up in Texas. He is a University of Houston alumni. He began his coaching career as a graduate assistant to Bill Yeoman at the University of Houston in 1969. He is married with two children. He met his wife, Lori, in Fort Natchez Groves High School where he was a quarterback the football team and she was a head cheerleader. What a great story. Please join me in welcoming Coach Wade Phillips. Today my guest is Coach Wade Phillips. He is the son of Bum Phillips. We're gonna talk a little bit more about football today. Was growing up in Texas, was football in your blood and your family?
1: Well, of course. I mean you have to know about football in Texas for sure. <laughs> and then my dad was a coach and he coached in high school. So yeah, I was around football. The crowds were, like you said, Friday night lights, the crowd was full. Everybody was cheering for our team. Uh, so that made it really neat. And it made it exciting for any young little kid.
0: I think so. I think of football is one of those sports that you can start very young. You start playing just a little catch and then it goes on throughout the years, right? So it's something you can do. A long span of life
1: because my dad was a coach i, I would go down to the field house you know uh-huh. so i got to watch the high school players and i'm in elementary school i got to watch them practice and uh, be around the coaches and so yeah it was a, even more in my blood but because i i was around them and those high school kids were, they were winning every game and they were kind of my heroes you know they yeah they, uh, go out and win every friday night before you know ten thousand people wow you know? It was really fun
0: that's so awesome i love that i also uh i saw here that you married the head cheerleader where you were also the quarterback of the football team so i guess it really was in your blood right
1: (laughs) yeah we moved to port Natchez in uh, my junior year in high school and uh, i met my wife met laurie there and she was the best looking gal in school so
0: (laughs) (laughs) of course that's awesome (laughs) You you know
1: the old quarterback, cheerleader Dale, went kind of hokey, but actually we split up and went to college and then got back together later on. So.
0: Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah. That's so yeah. cool. And you went to the University of Houston, right? I
1: did. She went to Lamar. So okay. we, we split up and uh, I played football at University of Houston. then uh, after I finished football, we got back together. So it was pretty neat. That's
0: so awesome. That's so wonderful. I want to ask you about what's your earliest uh, memory of your dad? So I guess from a very young age, him coaching you? Yeah,
1: I was, yeah, like I say, even before elementary school, really, I was. I would go down to the field house, like I said, and uh, the coaches would be there. And and then uh, I was a water boy, you know, for practice. Yeah, so I'd carry the water around for the for the players and so in those days you know he, he was coaching but he didn't you know it wasn't a big salary so he would rodeo on the weekends he was a real uh, western cowboy he wasn't just a uh, wear the cowboy hat and boots he he really did it all so uh, I didn't know loved, that he loved ranching and and he loved coaching so he got to do both those things
0: oh that's I actually did not know that that he rodeoed on the weekends and stuff
1: yeah or he, did... yeah he'd go on the weekend and bulldog and yeah rodeo
0: oh that's so cool I love hearing about that did you talk a lot about football strategy with your dad
1: when you were growing up? Uh, well, I mean, I didn't know much strategy. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, like I said, I went to the games and they were in the playoffs every year and they won 50 straight district games. So you know, it was just exciting. And they played for the state championship and in, in the rain. <laughs> <And> <laughs> it, it poured down rain and, and they got beat by Garland three to nothing. So I don't oh. know why they kicked the field goal that day because they had to <laughs> they had to hold the ball down because it flowed off in the water. So Oh my goodness. But uh, yeah, but uh, you know, I was around all that. So that, and I liked all sports, but obviously football was the one I was around the most.
0: Yeah. Did you play a lot of different sports when you were growing up? And I know you played football in college, but.
1: I played football, baseball, basketball. Yeah. Whatever kind of ball, you know, stick ball. ball.
0: I love that. I read a little bit of your book and I'm interested in how did you write that? I mean, when you wrote it, how did that make you feel putting the words down in the book about your dad? And was it emotional for you? Or
1: You know, uh, some of it was real emotional. I talked about my dad passing away. I mean, you know, on a, yeah. on a Friday night, you know, when two rival schools that he coached, uh, the two teams that were playing – were the ones that he had coached in high school and at halftime they called me and said uh, and it was nothing nothing at the time and uh, they called me and said he would passed away and I thought well I don't know if there's something there or not but it just brought back those great memories that he loved uh, coaching in high school and especially those two teams.
0: That's so awesome. I wanted to ask you, I mean, I know you've done a lot in your career and, you know, certainly been, you know, coach and and, and had a the really what I would call a very high profile coaching position uh, for the Cowboys as well. When you got that position to a coach at the, at the Cowboys, did you think you made it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know that I made it, but it was just a, a great honor, you know, Mm -hmm. Just being from Texas, you know, and the Cowboys, you know, (laughs) because we didn't actually, we didn't have the Oilers anymore at that time. So it was the only team in the state. Of course, there's millions of Cowboy fans and everybody in Texas or most everybody loved the Cowboys. So, so it was a neat feeling that I was, I was being able to get that job. Sure.
0: Yeah. Sure. What inspires you to be a leader, which is the coach, right? So tell me a little bit about being that leader for a team like that.
1: I mean, that's what a coach is. You're, you're a teacher teaching uh, football, but you're also teaching about football and uh, the things in football are leadership qualities, really. How to be a great teammate. How to uh, work hard at what you do. Work for not only yourself but other people, for family type atmosphere. You know, so uh, you learn all those things, and you have to teach a lot of those things to the overall team itself. When you're the head coach, I mean, that's that's part of what you do. Is not just the X's and O's, but the they call it these days culture, but I call it attitude. The attitude of the team itself, you try to meld that together in a direction and it's, you know, it's wins and losses, but it's like any business. You're trying to trying to get everybody to do their best, you know, and and all together and for each other. And so uh, that's what you try to do as a coach.
0: I wanted to ask you something. Is it different coaching college than it is professional
1: oh yeah yeah I coached in high school first and then in college and then then uh, pro football for 42 years so (laughs) most of mine has been in pro football but high school and college are still different you get a different type player especially in high school because they may only play in high school or they just want to play for a while or they're or they're not able to go on and play in college I think you owe it to players in high school especially teaching about life and not just football you know, I had teachers and coaches that influence, really influenced me. Obviously, my dad was a coach, but right. I've had teachers the same way that, that influenced me growing up. So I know in high school that that you can really influence basically someone, how they grow up. And, and I've had, uh, you know, I've had a lot of people along the way come back and say, man, you coached me in high school and this and that. And so I'm kind of proud of those kind of things. Uh, college, they're a little more, you, know, you don't have to deal with the moms and dads. <laughs> once you get Why aren't you playing my son? <laughs> college is a little different in that they're, they're going there for an education. I think you owe that to them to keep emphasizing that because the education part is really the most important part because most of them aren't going to play pro football. There's only right. a very small 1%, less than 1% that they're going to make it in pro football. So I think your guidance there has to go towards the education they're getting, make sure they're not just playing football and then don't get and don't get an education. So right. uh, I think you owe that a little bit more in college. And then pro football is pro, you know, it's, uh, it's a job in a lot of ways. And then I think you go the other way there, you try to make it fun for them, try to make it a great working atmosphere. So all three of them are different.
0: Yeah, it's interesting you say it because I kind of look at sometimes like when you're in business, it's kind of like pro. You're being paid to do something, but if you don't have a great culture or attitude about where you are, it won't matter. Just You don't want to be where you want to be. Uh, If you don't like it there, you're not going to do your best. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: Is it hard to motivate? Uh, was it hard to motivate sometimes in, in a pro atmosphere where um, it was just a job? Did attitude really matter to them or was it just about the money?
1: No, it's not about the money. And that, the, the great thing about football or coaching football was before every game, high school, college, pros, they're all the same. All, I, I say the players are all the same in the dressing room. They're uh-huh. all excited about playing the game. Pro players, they're not thinking about money. They're thinking about going out and doing their best, just like a high school kid or a college uh, player. So, Uh, that's really the fun part that they're not, they're not worried about it then. And they're all trying to do their best and trying to play their best and trying to win a ball game, that ball game.
0: I think that might be even a little bit of misconception out there. Some maybe that perception that a pro player may be more about the money about what he's doing, but you got to see a different side of that and building a team that may have been a part of it because they want to be paid well to do their job, but that really wasn't what drove them.
1: No, most, most of them, you know the reason they're playing is because they love football.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: now the business part certainly what it gets down to money, how much you make and so forth. But but once they get the contract, they're playing for whatever they're playing for, and they they just go out and play football. They they're not they don't worry about getting hurt. I mean you know there's less job security as far as health is concerned because of the violence of the game itself. So yeah, they don't worry about that either. They just go out and play as hard as they can. That's so
0: interesting. When you were coaching, how did you prepare mentally for the entire game? I mean, it's an hour long. That's a long hour, right? How did you prepare mentally for a game?
1: You have a game plan that you work on throughout the week and a lot of hours during the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're working on what the plan is overall. It's, it's like playing chess, if you've ever played chess. I mean, it really is. It's, you know, we're going to try to move this move or the rook here or the, or the queen there, and and they're going to do something else. So. <laughs> Right. If they do this, what are we going to do? And so uh, you practice those things. Like defensive coaching, you practice and try to recognize plays are, where, where the ball's going to go on this play or that play. And mm-hmm. so you, you work all week on those things for them to recognize. Uh, it's a reaction game on defense. You react to what they're going to do. And so, so the more you know about it, the more you know about what they're going to do, the better you can anticipate. Right able to react in the correct way so uh, is that
0: why y'all watch film so much
1: yeah that's why you watch film that's why you go practice that's what practice is is run all the plays that they run and then defense really is recognition you recognize what they're going to do then you can go to work where, where the ball's going to end out Mhm. Mhm. Where they're going to throw the ball, or where where, where they're going to run the ball?
0: I think that's interesting because I was I was talking to my son the other day, and he was a walk on at A and M, and didn't get to play much because I had to go to practice every day, and I'd watch film all day long, watching other people. I might be in three three plays, but I'd watch film all day long <laughs> just because that's what you do—you prepare for the game just in case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's it's the, very interesting. He's the, he's the twelfth man. Yes, he was. He was. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. It was a fun time.
1: The Folded Flag Foundation provides educational scholarships and support grants to the spouses and children of the U.S. military and government personnel who died as a result of hostile action or in an accident related to U.S. combat operations. Using education as the cornerstone, the Folded Flag Foundation's vision is to embrace families after lost. To learn more about the Folded Flag Foundation, visit foldedflagfoundation.org. So I'm to ask
0: you a question about the Super Bowl, because you know all the hype around the Super Bowl, right? What's it like to make it to the Super Bowl?
1: In fact, I got a little... I, <laughs> I see. <laughs> That's the Lombardi Trophy, but... That one, is amazing. Yeah, it's a dream come true And that there's not, there's not many things that you do that you say, man, we're the best. Or, you know, we did the best of anybody that, that anybody could do. Right. You win the Super Bowl, you are the best. There's no doubt about it. They give you the trophy. Everybody says you're the best, which you... Which you were now. That's uh, it's only for one year, but but right. but it is a tremendous accomplishment for the team, for the players, the coaches, and everybody involved. Really, to make a winner, I,
0: all the work you put into it—it's like a statement, a measurement of all the work you put in. Not that other people didn't work hard, but you you did it, you know. Right.
1: Yeah, and it's the uh, biggest important <laughs> event, and maybe in the world. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, especially in the United States, for sure. But there's so many million people watching the game, and it's important to so many people. Uh, right. You know, it makes it
0: that more important. When you were coaching the Super Bowl, when the night before, did you get nervous? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I've i been in, you know, more than one Super Bowl. We won one. But right. one year, we had a player start talking, ask the players, you know, how do you feel about the game? And I, you know, a couple of them got up and started crying, you know. I mean, oh. how important it was, you know. And then it's different feelings for different people. It, it's a tremendous experience. And, and like I say, to win it is even more so.
0: But, I uh, wanted to ask you how you felt, you know, and winning it must have been like, you know, one that enthusiastic heart. But what about losing? How did you feel then?
1: Yeah, I mean, it. it, it <laughs> I think it's really hard for the losing team, uh, not just then, but then the next season. Uh, it's it's right. it, it doesn't it doesn't go away easily. You you won't uh, you don't see many teams go back. Buffalo did it four times in a row, which they lost every year. But <laughs> uh, it's just hard to get back, and you know how hard it is. I think. Uh-huh. if you don't win it, well, it's, it just makes it twice as hard, I think.
0: Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you, Coach Phelps, what drives you when you get up and you go, you know, I want to do this and I'm, I'm doing it for a reason. I mean, you, it's your job, of course, and you love that part. But what really drives you and fulfills you for your life? And what do you want people to know about Coach Wade Phillips?
1: Well, it's about life. It's about people, you know, your job, any job. But you, you want to be in something that you love doing, you know, which I, I do. Right. I grew up around it. I knew what coaches did. I knew how much fun they had, but how, what, what hard work it was. Uh-huh. And that's fulfilling. You make a difference in some people's lives, like I said, in, co- in high school and maybe in college and even in pro football. It's not making a difference in their lives, but I've got life- lifetime friends right. I coach with and the players i still still in-, in touch with. It's about people. And that's what life is about. It's about people. It's that's my feelings on it is I've enjoyed uh, not only the the games and the coaching and getting ready and all that stuff, but the people involved.
0: Yeah, I think that, you know, I think when people forget that it is almost everything we do is about people, right? That's I mean, right. most everything that's we do right. in
1: life. Yeah, Just like you do in life. And it's about friends and friendships. And as a team. In a business, you're still working together to accomplish something. And when you accomplish a win, it tells you something. You don't always see that win and loss in in business, I think, as much. But it's still, you see... You see whether you have a great bank like Veritex or you don't, you know, and
0: right, you, right. Have those
1: great, you have those great moments where everything goes well and, and everybody enjoys that, and but you enjoy the people in it is what makes
0: and, you know, Every bank has the same thing that I've got. I hope the difference is, is who you are as a people and how you serve your, you know, your clients, but your uh, communities as well. I did want to ask you something about, if you looked and said, hey, this is my 21-year-old self or my 25-year-old self, what would you say to yourself now if, when you were 25, when you were thinking about what you want to do? What advice would you give to your younger self?
1: I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't change much, certainly. (laughs) (laughs) I've had a, a tremendous family life, career. My parents had a lot to do with it. My wife's parents had a lot to do with it, you know, so. yeah. And then having the kiddos, a boy and a girl, my son coaches in the NFL. Does he? Yeah. So we're the only, there's only two NFL families that have three generations in it. So uh, the Shulas and the Phillips. so, So that's pretty neat.
0: Okay, so you have to tell me where, I'm sorry, I don't know. Where does he That's coach? Right.
1: He coaches with the Rams, L.A. Rams. Okay. And the and the great thing I got to do, I got to coach with my dad. Yeah. Also got with the Cowboys, I got to coach with my son. Oh. Those, those were pretty neat things. Those and, are special memories. Yes, they are. They're really special.
0: Well, I hear a little rumor about you that you like to play golf. <laughs>
1: I don't <laughs> know about that. I, you know, if you're a golfer, I mean, you're frustrated a lot. <laughs> I'm I'm not as I enjoy coaching. I don't get frustrated. That much, I you know, a lot of the things I do, I don't get frustrated too much. But golf, I mean, it's <laughs> that short putt, and oh gosh, I'm not a real good golfer, but I enjoy being out. I enjoy the aesthetics of it, and really, yeah. it's it's really about the people I play golf with. So, but I'm not a big time golfer. I don't play very much.
0: <laughs> You're recently quoted ready to retire from retirement. Tell me what you mean about that.
1: Well, Laurie says uh, she doesn't need me around the house all the time. <laughs> <laughs> You know, this, this pandemic has is, is, uh, is really <laughs> emphasized that. So, no, I'd like, I think I could still help coaching somewhere, but you know, that may or may not be. But uh, yeah, but I, I enjoy being around and I think I could help somebody win. I have a pretty good record.
0: So, overall, oh,
1: you so, darn sure do. So, so we'll see if, if something comes up, but it may not. And if not, I'll enjoy retirement.
0: Well, so, I, I want to ask you real quickly you said something about when you were coaching high school kids and then college and, of course, pro, your style and the way. Someone could maybe talk to you about it. it, may have changed someone's way they looked at life and how important that is to you. Is that how we look at life? You know, I mean, I think you said attitude, I'll say culture, whatever it is. If you could go and speak to those kids again or any new ones, what advice would you give for any high school kid who's playing football, college kid who's playing football? even a pro, what would you tell them about life?
1: Uh, well, from my dad, I'd say, make sure you enjoy life. I mean, that's that's a number one priority really. It's great if you can enjoy what you do in business or whatever you're doing, but it's it's about friends and people, like I said. So I, mm-hmm. I, I would just uh, guide them in that direction and make sure that that you enjoy the things you're doing and the people you're with. You make lifetime friends. I mean, it, you make friends are so important in life overall. I, you don't realize it growing up, but then as you grow older, you, you realize the high school friends, and college friends that i went to school with i'm lucky enough to be around with, uh, now and we're still friends and mm-hmm. if you hadn't seen a friend in a long time they're still there so right uh, i think you learn more about friendship and that's a big part of life do you think
0: sports teaches that to some degree oh, of course yeah.
1: yeah yeah because the camaraderie you know right. you're together trying to gain the same goal you're trying to do the same thing which is in football win a game or whatever or, do, mm-hmm. or just be a better player, but be a better person.
0: Yeah, I think that's that's the one thing that I've always taken from team sports or any type of sports is that it doesn't really matter how good you are, like, especially in high school. Part of it is just... You're learning how to play as one or a collaboration. All those good things you talk about to help you in life. It's not about one person, and you know life is not about being a single person. It's about in the, your community and things like that. So I think that's always interesting. That when I look at sports and someone who's accomplished as you are, that you still recognize that it was it's the the teamwork and the friendships that you built around it that you remember. You don't remember every score of every game. My I wife know.
1: says I do, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? <laughs> well, let's see. I, I remember the, like, 380 wins that we've had, but I don't remember losses, I don't think.
0: <laughs> it was really fun to talk to you. I, like I said, I'm just in awe of being able to have a chance to talk. I really am. It's been so so much fun. I have a, a special memory of watching your dad at the or with the Oilers. Of course, you know, Earl Campbell, when he played oh, yeah. dad, yeah. you know, he was at UT, and that was when, you know, I mean, Earl uh-huh. Campbell was the man.
1: Oh, he you was. Know? He wasn't. He was with the elders too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he was the man. So it was really cool to 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 look that. And your book is just amazing. I think it's something that everyone could read and really get a lot out of. So it's it was great to see that, especially for your dad.
1: Yeah, that's that's why I did it. I really wanted the the grandkids and stuff to kind of know my dad and. And other people that really didn't know him. Yeah, um, you know they maybe saw him on TV with a hat and boots on, which which you'll never see again in, in pro football.
0: Coach. <laughs> it's kind of like Tom Landry with the hat, right? You won't Game see thing. Tom
1: Landry's hat, yeah. Right. Unless it's got a Nike swoosh on it. <laughs> <laughs> in-
0: That's the in- Exactly, exactly. All corporate, corporate, yeah. Well, I tell you, I'm looking at your Lombardi Trophy. That's amazing. I don't think I've ever seen one of the closest, probably the closest I've ever gotten to one. So it's really cool to see that. Thank you so much for spending the time talking with me. I really, really mean it. Thank you so very much. It was really great. I enjoyed it.
1: Well, good. I'm glad you did. I enjoyed it too, yeah.
0: Thank you again.